Chattahoochee, copyright 2023, by Randy Cooper. All rights reserved. No parts of this podcast may be used or reproduced by any means without the expressed written permission of the author. Chattahoochee, Chapter 7. The River House Bar is just a few miles from where the body of Meredith Boxter was found. Tonight is Friday night, and the marketing department of Carazone Software is out in force this evening, perched on bar stools around a large wooden table. A few hours have passed since their arrival, and although they enjoyed some finger foods, the vast majority are well on the way to feeling no pain, with the obvious exception of Linda Chu, who is still nursing her first and only Mai Tai. The Booth Babes, Anna Gonzalez and Kathy Baxley, are three sheets to the wind and attracting admirers like moths to a flame. They are just back from a trade show in Dallas and are eager to share tales of their adventures. Anna flips her long raven-colored hair and begins. We stayed at the Lowe's Anatole. It's positively gorgeous. If you ever go to Dallas, you have to stay there. Anyway, we're drinking in a pub at the hotel called the Rat Skeller. We're watching a Braves game and chatting up a couple of guys. Kathy chimes in. This one guy is kind of nerdy, but he's kind of cute, and it ends up he's a Kennedy assassination buff. He works at Microsoft headquarters in Seattle, she giggles. Actually, it's Redmond, Steve pipes in. Steve and Meat's ears perked up when they heard he works at Microsoft headquarters. To computer people, this is the equivalent of being in the military and being stationed at the Pentagon. Me, who is normally content just to listen, asks, Did you happen to get his Twitter? Kathy shakes her blonde head. I got a lot more than that. Shelly points a finger to her mouth and makes a gagging sound. Anyway, Anna continues, We took their rental car downtown. Excuse me for interrupting. Linda's voice can barely be heard over the background noise of the scene. It is not safe to venture off with strange men. It's okay, Linda. Anna discounts her. Anyway, this guy gives us a step-by-step analysis of the whole assassination theory, grassy knoll and all. It was so creepy, Kathy adds, but it was cool hearing about it. He knew so much about it, it was like he was actually there when it happened. So what theory did he subscribe to, Todd asked. Anna looked confused. What do you mean? Jimmy explained. Well, did this guy think it was the CIA, the mob, the Cubans, the Russians, or what? I'm more curious as to whether he bought the single bullet theory, Todd retorted. I just remember his eyes. Kathy looked dreamy. Jesus, can I puke now? Shelley's loud voice booms. No reasonable person buys the single bullet theory. The whole Warren Commission was a farce. I'm leaning towards CIA involvement. Jimmy is Shelley's favorite sparring partner. He leans far to the right when she is left of left. CIA or the Cubans, I think it all stems from the Bay of Pigs. Todd counters. Come on. Making Khrushchev back down during the Cuban Missile Crisis is what put the nail in his coffin. Oswald even traveled to Russia. Plus, we know he's the trigger man. Anna, Steve asked. 
Did either one of those guys say what their position was at Microsoft? Shelley, ever the jokester, you might want to rephrase that question. Meat looks over at Steve. Hey, man, this could be our way onto the sequel beta team. Steve's eyes sparkle. I was hoping they were with Xbox. Now, what would Xbox guys be doing at a medical trade show, Meat answers. Oh, yeah, Steve said, duh. Gary Blaylock sat back and just took it all in. What he saw was the troops were happy. From his experience, if soldiers are happy, they bullshit. If they're unhappy, they bitch. Gary couldn't be happier to see his department interacting socially so well. At his last company, there was so much backbiting and competitive politicking, the only events people participated in was the mandatory Christmas party and summer picnic. He looked over at Todd discussing his Kennedy assassination theories with the group and realized what a fine officer this young man would have made. He's able to walk that fine line between being able to interact as a peer while maintaining the respect and authority of a supervisor. These weekly get-together were Todd's doings, and in Gary's view, not only were they good for employee morale, but they also helped them function better as a team back at the office. Anyone want another round before I close out the tab? Gary called out. Everyone, excluding Linda, raised their glass. The waitress brought the drinks and the check, which Gary put on his Corporate American Express card. See you Monday, boys and girls. Not us, Kathy shouted with a slightly drunken slur. Oh, that's right, Gary thought for a moment. The Tampa show, right? Bingo, said Anna. I'll be speaking Spanish for four days straight down in Ybor City. Well, have fun and be safe, Gary waved. I'll see the rest of you on Monday. Sometimes it bothered him that Anna and Kathy saw every town for its party spot. It wasn't Tampa. It was Ybor City. It wasn't Memphis. It was Beale Street. It wasn't New Orleans. It was the French Quarter. Hell, they're young. Let them have their fun. Before long, they'll sense their biological clock ticking and end up marrying a doctor or some high-powered sales executive and then want to stay home and have babies. Then we'll lose them both. They make a great pair. Like it or not, sex sells. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize, though, that Anna and Kathy draw decision-makers into the Corazon software booth by their appearance. Hell, okay. Just go ahead and say it already. By their sex appeal. Then the sales professionals zoom in like birds of prey and reap loads of new customers and upgrades for existing customers. And that translates into big dollars for the company. During the evening, members of the marketing department mix and mingle with other patrons and leave whenever the combination of, yeah, I feel good, and I'm pretty sure I'm okay to drive, finds serendipity.